ready? Let's kick it off. Committed to the G right now. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Murph Baldwin. Yo, what up, people? You are tuned into the greatest show on the interwebs. And that is Committed to the G. I'm your host, Murph Baldwin. You can catch me on a myriad of sites on Rivals.com. But you can catch me at a grip of sites that you would definitely want to pay attention to if you're a dog fan. Most notably, that would be the Committed to the G. Committed to the G. Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash committed to the G. If you're a fan of those film breakdowns you've seen your boy doing all over the interwebs for the past five years, get on over to two. Patreon.com slash committed to the G so you can get your exclusive access. Some of the hottest content out there, man. Breaking down all kinds of things, man. It's free reign over there, so I get to do what I want to do, and it feels so good. It feels so lovely. So, man, just want to get a quick mini pod in just to get some content out there for you guys, man, because I'm buzzing so hard about this spring game, man, and everybody be hitting me up in the inboxes. You know, I'm shooting your boy them DMs talking about the spring game. So it's got me hyped up, man. Um, I threw out a piece for the for the Patreons out there. Um, I did a piece for my man, DeAndre Walker, um, uh, film study analysis there. Um, threw that bad boy up, did video analysis on him, man, because I'm so excited about this guy. And I wondered if he's the best yet to come for all the stand-up seven techniques that Georgia's had over the past however many years that it's converted to an odd front defense, at least on base alignment. DeAndre Walker is a freaking animal, man. First and foremost, he's got that thing going on like Justin Houston and Jordan Jenkins where he can get after the run game, something serious. Um, Obviously, Davin Bellamy, I believe, he, he had a little bit of that as well, but I think he was kind of limited in his athleticism. I see DeAndre Walker as kind of a cut above in the athleticism department over um, my man Bellamy. I don't see him as quite the freaky type athlete like a Leonard Floyd or Lorenzo Carter, but those guys can't play the run like he can. Lorenzo got a little bit better at it, but I, but hands down, as much as everybody thought uh, Lorenzo and Davin Bellamy and these guys were going to be able to rush the pass, or even Leonard Floyd, uh, they ain't messing with DeAndre Walker. This guy's an animal. Now, you have to see how this works when cats become the main focal point and they have to play not just on money down. So, but if you notice last year, they was putting him in on, on, on base downs as well, having him get after the run. I know that if seniority wasn't involved in, 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 in cats like Coach Smart and Coach Tucker um, didn't come from that Saban type tree where there's a lot of seniority involved, man, they could have sat Lorenzo Carter down for all I care and put DeAndre Walker in that bad boy full time and he would have wrecked shop. We can have it like that. So, man, I like to see that, man. Um, he has some of the plays on there, that diagram. Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? I filmed out on you. Um, him giving a half a man. Um, being able to, to run the three-point line. Straight arc runner, man. Straight speed. Is able able to bend something serious, man. 90-degree bends. Man, he's been in like some of them strippers I seen at the Gold Club back in the day, man. I'm just playing. You know, I ain't that old. I ain't going to hit the Gold Club back in the day, man. But, sh- come on now. Y'all, y'all already knew I was having a bachelor party, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of them strippers at the bachelor party, they was getting it popping. 
and they was bending it like my man DeAndre Walker. So, man, his ability to do that, you can play him out, you can stretch him out towards the nines, I think. I think even though he's probably 240-something pounds, maybe pushing 250, maybe he's not that big. I don't know. I have to check him out. He's very solidly built. You can push him out to the nines, man, and let him let him kind of rush upfield because he's going to he's gonna have kind of a, a contained approach as well where he's going to be looking for the run because he's just naturally a complete player like that. That's why I like to call these guys edge players. You got people still out there. Everybody's still in my – man, I, I said that – I wrote that like three years ago. I was like, man, I'm not calling anybody ends anymore. They're edge players or edge presence or something like that because to me, if you can't play the run in this day and age, like get the get the F out of here, you know what I'm saying? Like the WWE used to say, get the F out of here when they were the WWF. That was their slogan. Get the F out of here, man, because you – Cause, cause running the ball is, is back. I don't know. People always talking about this is a passing game, but look, look. Every year now we're getting running backs in the top ten in the NFL draft. People are running the ball, and there's some really good running backs out there. And there's going to be some really good running schemes out there. Some of these teams are going to be able to equalize the playing field by physicality. And if you're not physical, just like the dogs didn't used to be. Remember the dogs used to get that ass cracked by like the Gators and stuff like that. Remember that time the Gators with Matt Jones and um, Treon Harrison, these guys, they threw the ball like three times and, and ran it like 80, and the dogs can't do nothing about it. It was like a bad Madden game. <laughs> it was it was, it was was something serious, man. The dogs couldn't do nothing about it. I don't think the dogs are going to have that problem anymore. I think with physical guys like this, I, th- I see Britton Cox very much in that same manner as well. He wants to get out there in the run game. So, man, I'm talking about edge players galore. It's going to be off the chain. Walter Grant, same same kind of player. Man, I, I marvel. Keon Brown, I marvel at the the amount of talent at the edge position the Dawes have had. Pass Rush University. I know the Dawes want to be running back university. And I saw um, um a man at Rivals.com. They did the top five running back drawing or whatever. And they left the Dawes out. I think Alabama was in that bad boy. Arkansas, Auburn. Um... Man, I forget who actually ended up, you know what I mean, being it. Uh, but I was, you know what I'm saying, the Dawes being left off was kind of crazy. Florida State was in it. Dawes left off being kind of crazy to me. LSU was in it. They definitely should be in it as well. Wisconsin being left off was kind of crazy to me. Maybe Ohio State was in it. I don't know. But just think over the last however many years how, how many top flight quality running backs have come out. And you know it just from your own team. So, a guy like DeAndre Walker, man, who who can face up, press up, uh, stack and disperse. Uh, great use of hands. The, the man can use his hands like nobody's business, man. I ain't seen cats use their hands like that. <laughs> See, sometimes I get ahead of myself, man. I mean, I'm getting in trouble, even though I can't get in trouble because nobody's there to tell me what to do. It's all me, baby. But, um, yeah, so like I said before, man, stacking this person, being able to use your hands, being able to extend and not be afraid. People don't understand, man. You see a lot of these people with these mango hands, man. Using your hands out there, it ain't no joke. You're using your hand with somebody's running against you or force something like that, uh, pounds per square inch or whatever, putting force on your fingers, man. You can mang- mangle your fingers up. I had some really bad hand problems um, back in the day playing ball. I remember one time, man, we were Oklahoma drill or something like that. And, man, I had my thumb bent all the way back to, like, it would, like, touch my wrist. Man, that bad boy swelled up so bad it bothered me the entire season, and they had to wrap it every game. I had to get it specially wrapped, and it, it hindered. It, it definitely hindered me a lot. I would say on, on like making tackles, but man, 
right when it happened, though, I had my my best game right afterwards. But you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. So DeAndre Walker, Robert Bill, like Robert Bill, I have to see what he's about. Yeah, you know I mean, since since he to, he to me he reminds me more of like a I remember comparing him to like a Tim Williams at, at Alabama, straight pass rusher. Okay, I want to see if he wants to get after the run. What he what he's about. Um, I got I got to see that. I think I know what Brenton Cox is about by seeing him play the last couple of years. Robert Bill may be the better athlete out of the two, but I think Cox may be the better player. Uh, Walter Grant. Walter Grant could have played a number of positions, uh, mainly on the inside, and he would have absolutely killed it at inside linebacker as well. But I like him playing on the outside just because you give another one of those presents of guys who is going to get after it in the run game, you know? First and foremost, run the ball, stop the run. That's what I want Georgia football to be about. And we'll see coming up on this Saturday, what, you know what I'm saying, what these guys really want to get after. And another thing with all these guys, it's going to be the fabricated pressure pressure packages that you're going to see. Man, it's going to be nasty. I already saw the, a lot of um, TE stunts, um, some twists, uh, some of those one-three twists and everything. They, they were getting it cracking. I, I do love Tucker and Smart's fabricated pressure schemes when it comes to that. But, man, I want to see some more overload blisses. I want to see some of them crazy New York Jets, Rex Ryan type Jones, man, when you got that many players. Get three of those guys on the field at the same time. Since some of those guys can play on the inside like like a Walter Grant, you never know where the pressure's coming from. Start confusing these guys. I think it's time to take it up another level. Georgia has that type of talent, man. Looking around the college landscape, um, I'm not going to say that Georgia's flat out the most talented team because there are some other teams that are right there, but there's not too many teams more talented Maybe a push. Clemson is nasty. If you watch that spring game, they are absolutely loaded at certain spots. Um, very much so like like Georgia. We know what Alabama's about. Ohio State is absolutely loaded if you watch this spring game. And more news on, on that, um, some housekeeping stuff on that um, towards the latter part of this show, which will be here in a little bit. I just wanted to kind of get in and get out with this one. So, yeah. There you have it, man. Those edge players, edge players galore. So let's get them fabricated pressure packages going on. Let's hit the let's hit the run something serious, and, and, and let's get it that way. So, uh, my man Five Old Dog had pointed out to me that he, I, I guess he heard or something like my man Nate McBride was running with the first team. So y'all know I'm excited about that, man. I travel way out in the mountains to see this cat play. He looked like a mountain man, him and his pops and stuff like that. And I was excited about this kid. I actually think this kid, I wanted him to be a running back. I think he'd be a, a sick, fantastic running back. He, he has innate instincts of running the ball. I know there's a lot of stereotypes out there, and and people can't think outside of themselves. But to me, he would have been the truth as a running back. I know he's going to be a good linebacker as well, but I think there's something special about like a six foot one, two hundred twenty two pound running back getting after it the way he could. He's physical in that manner, and he's fast. Straight line speed, something serious. So he 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 would have been nasty there. If he went to Auburn, I know it came down between Georgia and Auburn. I have reason to believe that with how stacked they are at the linebacker position on off the ball, he may have been a running back at Auburn. So that'd have been something to behold. But man, glad the dogs got him, and I want to see him see if he can get off blocks. See who who's that person to get off blocks? Is it is it can Monty Rice get off the block? Or if if they're both out there. Um, in nickel situations or in your base downs, can 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 one of those guys get off the block? Because if they can't, then you're definitely going to be reliant upon guys staying at home more in their gaps, meaning Daquan Hawkins, Michael, 
Tyler Clark, um, Julian Rochester, um, all these guys that are playing um, from a from a one to five. You know, so you don't want that. You want these guys to be able to get off blocks as well, so you can start shooting these gaps, one gap, and uh, playing with straight gap. You know, same thing. If you have guys that can play the edge, um, as far as your edge players who can contain, who 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 are getting their DeAndre Walker. The more guys are sound, the more that you can do aggressive type things. You can have a more aggressive approach if guys are that versatile in the way that they get after it. So, yes, sir. Nate McBride, maybe your turn, sir, but it'd be, it'd be your turn because of a man like Nate Trez Patrick, who's who, I don't know, man. Uh, Nate, Mc, Nate, Nate Trez Patrick, definitely one of my favorite players. He can stack and shed. He's one of the guys that I don't even have to worry about. Diagrammed it plenty of times. Your man can stack and disperse with the best of them. He can he can, he can play with he can play with his arms. Um, not afraid of contact. He initiates that bad boy. He rides with a bang. Uh, he maybe should have been Roquan Smith, you know. But the thing about Roquan is, Roquan couldn't necessarily get off the block. So if you kept him clean, you saw he was the best in the nation. Now he's gonna be a top ten, top fifteen pick in the draft, getting it in as well because you made that man who he is. But the guy who's doing that. Yeoman's work making it happen is a cat like Nate Trez Patrick or to a certain extent Reggie Carter. He could get off blocks a little bit as well. So are you going to make yourself available or are you going to disqualify yourself because you're going to be out there doing dumb shit? Nate Trez Patrick, come on, man. We need you. Committed to the G Nation. Need you. Keep your head on straight, stack, and disperse them blocks. Let's get this number one defense. Let's get this number one run game. The so people with physical football is all about. And it's going to start with a cat like Nate Patrick. So um, I got to see the death of the inside linebackers. Oh, man. Yeah, some of the cats that are coming in um, in the fall or whatever help, will, will help with that, of course. So, but it's nothing like having um, experience off the ball on your second level. Some of these guys making calls. And Nate played a lot of football, played a lot of good football. And he has to be the one. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm going to be looking for most. Everybody's going to be looking at the quarterback stuff. Obviously, I'm going I'm to do that as well. I'll get you some of them film studies coming off the spring game. I know everybody's going to know what Justin Fields is doing. You know, I'm team Jake Fromm for life. Jake Fromm, you are the man. Jake Fromm is the bomb. All right? But doesn't hurt to have another, another bomb cat like Justin Fields as well. So definitely excited about that. You know, I'm worried about the trench players on both sides of the ball. But on the inside, man, I'm gonna be looking at Kendall Baker and and um and Lamont Gilliard. Seeing what these guys are doing because to be honest with you, I want them gone. You gotta go. It's time to go. It's time to get some 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 good cats in there that can pass protect. So Jake Fine can still be the bomb. You know what I mean? But you guys get after the run game, so I'll give you that. But on pass protection, man, you guys are super inconsistent and you will get someone hurt. So got to see if these guys have improved because they have improved. Then, like I've wrote before, or how what was the a couple episodes ago? Episodes ago, this will be the most deep offensive line in the country and the best offensive line in the country. With maybe more to come in the 2019 class, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm constantly looking in the trenches. Want to see what some of them Florida boys are doing, like Landers, um, Latavius Brini. Oh, man, I can't think of the other cat. Like them cats that came from Florida, man. All the guys came with some hype. 
couple of DB cats, tall cats like that. Let's see if you guys can get up there before the old boy comes from Florida and straight locks it down, Tyson Campbell. So let's see if you guys can step up. Want to see Jeremiah Holloman, some of these guys that I saw play in school, see if they have what it takes. Trey Blunt, obviously. Man, I had some – no, I don't want to miss that because everybody's always taking my ideas and stuff like that and trying to run with them. But we'll, I'll, I'll get that on another, on another trip. When I committed to the G Nation, some of my homeboys up on here on the podcast – as well, and we'll be talking about the spring game, 93K day, and we'll see what's going on with that bad boy. So that's what I'm looking for. Uh, a couple of housekeeping notes. My man Steel Chambers signed the top billing enter- entertainment, top billing sports, your boys marketing endeavor. I uh, finally made his decision, and it is not the dogs. He is taking his talents up there to Columbus to play for Urban Meyer and the Ohio State Buckeyes at the Ohio State University. And I'm happy for him. Like a mama jumma. I'm a huge Urban Meyer fan. I know that people probably turn off the podcast right now, but I'll give a rip. Um, I love good coaching, and I love people coming from that Bill Belichick coaching tree or people uh, that adopt some of the principles from that. So you already know I got like four of his books Huge fan, so that, that works out right there. My man Steel Chambers going up there, um, committing on what was it, Wednesday night. So it's all good right there. I will tell you this. Obviously, you know I got behind-the-scenes information. The dogs weren't going down without a fight. A couple other schools as well, but the dogs were definitely in it. Your man Del McGee was on some on some common, common, let's commandeer this kid type shit. You know what I'm saying? He really wants Steel Chambers to be that franchise back in this particular class. And the way that man recruits, uh, I'm not sure it's over, you know? Uh, Still is a – he comes from a great family, great, great family, uh, fantastic father and mother. Um, They're they're definitely into their values. He's a really good kid, strong Christian background faith. But, man, when them dogs is barking, you just never know. So it would be tough to pry him away from Urban Meyer and those guys. But if anybody can do it, uh, my man Dale McGee can do it. And he really wants still. So I'm going to have to kind of recalculate and reformulate the board and see where they want to go with this bad boy. I know they would like to have Trey Sanders. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I can see him being a Gator. Uh, Quivaris Crouch. Uh uh, something about tells you, man, that I got hurt through the grapevine, or, or he probably more than likely doesn't even want to run the ball in college. So, Noah Kane, all these guys like that, I know a whole bunch of cats that could that could um fill that slot and fill that role as well. That you know, what I'm saying I could scoop you on, but the dogs will do their thing. It's gonna be tough to try to follow that five star latent class for the past two cycles to try to get uh, a super top back. I know they wanted Samson James, but he went to Ohio State as well. So him is still in the same class. They're like very much the same type of running back. I don't know, man. I don't know. It'll shake out. It's going to shake out in the dog's favor. I'm actually looking for the dogs who have, well, James Cook is going to is going to be that guy as well uh, as far as a all-purpose type back, even though I think that he's going to be able to do a lot more. Very Alvin Kamara-ish, as you've seen in the film study that I had at the Patreon. Uh DeAndre Swift can do a lot of different things, so but a straight all-purpose back like Lynn J. Dixon would have been in some of these guys. So we'll see how that shakes out, but I'm very interested to see how this 2019 class shakes out at running back. Uh, what else? Some commitments coming up here in the top of May from the Grayson kids and everything like that. 
Um, obviously, you guys know I know what's cracking with that. And that's all I can say about that bad boy because everybody's going to be hitting me up like, oh, is this so-and-so going here and this and that? Uh, maybe I'll write something about that bad boy on an insider tip closer to the to the date. Same thing with my man Harry Miller from Buford. Uh, he's got definitely a guy I would like to in Georgia's class, but he may be going somewhere out Midwest. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, man. That might be about it. I think I went a little bit longer than I even really wanted to go. But just wanted to kind of get that bad boy out here because I'm excited about 93K Day. All right. But, man, if y'all want some of this goodness, man, y'all want to holla at your boy, make sure you hit your boy up. Follow me on Twitter, at Murph Baldwin. Send me a DM anytime, man. I'm always up to talk dog, dog with, with the people, especially up to talk dog with the people who are a part of that Patreon. I'm available anytime for my, for my people. So that's how I ride. You ride with me, I ride with you. 24-7, man, 25-8, that's how I get down, they call me hard worker, 25-8, so follow me on Twitter, at Merv Ballin', and hit that Patreon, patreon.com slash committed to the G, where you can pledge your tier reward, I don't care what it is, man, just support your boy, it could be a dollar, five dollars, however much, you got cats um, jumping on that higher tier, you'll hear those higher tier cats on the show as well, and we'll be making some quality content because this is the quality content show committed to the G. All right. But until post 93K day, I'll holler at you boys. All right. Peace.